Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So this weird end, we're at the weird point. Let's, I'll save it, save it. Ah, mate, go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to James and Flav for now. Flav's got something to say. <laughs> I said, we're at this weird point of the season now where most of the league is sorted. It was all just a bit indifferent to it all now. And yeah. it, the, far, the sooner we get to the playoffs, the better. The, the Champions like League the, playoffs? No. Or just playoffs no, in general? Oh, no, yeah, no. Just, you know, the playoffs, the, the proper playoffs and the championship. Sure. Um, because even the first leg of the Champions League, you're like, this is boring. They're not, they're just, this is a chess match. I don't want to see a chess match. I want to see blood and thunder. Blood. I, I, I want to see blunder. I want to see, yeah. I want to see crunching tackles. I want to see desperation and heartache. Mm. I don't want to see a chess match like that. Real Madrid, th- that Real Madrid Man City game. You had all the people going, "Oh, what a lovely tactical masterclass! Look at the the way they defended and cancelled each other out." Fuck that. Boring. Get off my TV. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see Millwall versus Blackburn. Yeah, Let me see. Let me see. Let me see Southampton versus Nottingham Forest. Proper football. Let me see Everton versus Brighton. Proper football. Not all this tactical masterclass bullshit. It's boring. Get it off my telly. Hit the diag, for God's sake. Just smash it long. Just hit the corners. Turn around. That's why I've got a lot of time for Sam Allardyce. He's not a a tactics nonce. He doesn't sit there not like wanking one out to vote. Coaches' voices, or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, this guy knows oh, what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he moves yeah. some counters around the, the board. Hey, come on. Don't have Fuck a coach's voice on this podcast. But yeah, it's well, it was, I mean, it really was a, a severe battle of relation, relationism versus positionism of Ancelotti's side up against Pep Guardiola's rigid tactics. Gosh, boring, though, wasn't it? Found him out a little boring. bit. Admit, Ancelotti found it, him out a little bit. Is Pep? It's been about five years since we said this. Is Pepper fraud? Is he losing touch for the game? Do you think? Yeah. Has the game passed him by? That was Mourinho, wasn't it? Mourinho, the game had passed him by, hadn't it? Well, just on that, he's been linked with PSG, Jim. That's going to run out of people, aren't they? Now, I think it'll have work? a great. I think it have a great time. I think it. I great think it'll work. I'd love to see it. It's, I'd it's, love to see it. I was at um I was at an event yesterday and the the amount of times the words vibes and cooked came out was f- phenomenal, and uh, I would suggest that Mourinho vibes. is yeah. It, it, so someone was saying, oh, where the, was the, the Arsenal season was it was just vibes, pure vibes, and then the vibes stopped when uh, Man City beat them. 
Um, who said that? That's worse than my punditry. Well, mine's bad. Don't worry about that. But I do feel like Mourinho is the vibes choice for PSG. Maybe that's something that they've not really done. They've not gone down the villain route. I need an arsehole. I need an arsehole in my life. As as a footballer, like you don't want polite managers. You want arseholes. Yeah, we're low on arseholes. We need arseholes. Like Jose back at PSG would be a dream, an absolute dream. Yeah, because the problem we've got with him at, at Roma is the sort of the underdog. It's not really, he's, yeah. we're not really seeing his arsehole. I know it's there, but he hasn't pulled yeah. his cheeks out yet. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he he's, he's not unbuttoned his, <laughs> he's not unbuttoned his trousers, has he? No. That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, look, li- li- the thing fully, is. At Man United, he was fully bent over and he was holding him out just to just yeah. go, look, I'm an arsehole. But but at Roma Look he's just sort of he's standing he's sort of just gently bending over a bit like you know when you play like red ass and you've got like they got to have a shot at you and you're sort of looking over your shoulder. I've never I don't know what you're talking about red ass. What's that? It's basically like do keep you up challenge or something. And if you lose, then the other people can shoot at your bum. There, there is no anyway. football, is there, Jim? Jim, there is no football. You've just added the football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all inside <laughs> um, behind closed doors late in an evening. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Mourinho um, to PSG be good. Yeah. Let let yeah, be, be yeah. the bad guys. Did you see? Did you see Lionel Messi um, apologize to who? Well, he looked like he was a hostage. He apologized to um, to PSG, I think, because he went off to do a little um, Saudi Arabian jolly <laughs> as he continues to flirt with them, what? just in case he needs the money because the bit of Barca deal doesn't happen. Um. They want him, don't they? What is there rumours? Is there rumours he's going back to Barca? Yeah. That, What's to tell me? I don't. You can't just assume I know everything about football. I know a lot. I thought you tell might know me it. what this. What's this? No, I haven't heard anything about this. I mean, I only know so much. Essentially, and actually, I looked at the odds. It was quite funny. The odds were like Barcelona for him. So Messi, where he will, will he play next year? Barcelona, Man City, PSG. A Saudi Arabian team. <laughs> um, how are Bar- Barcelona going to afford? Unless he goes and plays for free, how's how's Barcelona going to be able to bring Messi back? It's impossible. Well, I've I think what I've seen is that they're trying to put forward some kind of package to La Liga to explain a way that it makes it viable for him to return. But surely they'd have to sell um, some pretty sizable assets and. So they they've got they've written a letter to the league and go, you know he's really good. You need to let us just have him back. Sells a hell of a lot of shirts. This guy, let's the, get him Le, back. that. Would be if they let the league have, have been the strongest. It's the strongest FA in world football because they've said to their money bag clubs, you can't continue to operate the way you are, and this is what's going to happen if you do. Balls, fucking balls. Yeah. Let's, oh, mate, like I've been screaming for, for years. Squish, squish those mothers. Squish them. Squish them all together. Don't let them sail off into the distance. Squish them. And people I'm go, like, well, like... Barcelona aren't as good as they were. And Real Madrid weren't as good as they were. Correct. Because you're just squishing them. And I thus you'll should... have a better competition. I don't like the fact that Messi is still making news. Like, he's still making headlines. People are still writing about him. 
We need him to just go. Go away. Ronaldo, just go away. You've done everything. You're the best we've ever seen. Just now go and fuck off now. Like back to back to Newcastle, maybe. For, uh, back, no, 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 no football. Out of football. Go and take know. Gareth Bauer's the right idea. I've had enough of this. I've done everything. I'm gonna go and play golf. I did uh, the ripple effect this week. We spoke to uh, a couple of guys who know their Serie A, and it was a, uh, it was really good. It was really interesting. This idea, because as I was sort of researching it, it's this understanding that so Serie A is more competitive than it's been for a long time, which is really good, obviously. But then, in the same idea, and you've got these teams in the European competitions, the top like five teams in the European competition but it's slightly misleading because in my opinion because Inter and AC Milan have sort of been able to like sneak past on the sort of easier side of the draw and Juventus really like it's it's like going wow you know Tottenham are top of the championship they're going to win it like if that's a trophy for you then it's not, is it? So Juventus being in the Europa League, yes, they're in the semi-finals of a tournament, but they don't want to be in that. They should be in the Champions League. And then you know Roma doing well, fine. But my, the, the point is, is that what you're just you're going to take it all away from them, Jim? Is that what you're saying? My, well, the, my point is, is that everyone's going. They're back. Are they back? And the truth is, is that the only way that they'll get there. And they've sort of shunned foreign investment for a long time, and now they're kind of getting it back a little bit, is by putting together, a, obviously, but basically like playing the game, of which Premier League has done really well because the Italian TV deal is a ninth of the Premier Leagues, a ninth. So inevitably, the Premier League teams are going to buy all the best players, and then they're going to dominate Europe, blah de blah de blah. But I, you I like have to see. I like the idea what's, what's... of Serie A and La Liga being competitive. And I, I'm intrigued to know if that can be enough to then create the eyeballs that c- creates a better deal, that creates a stronger European um, serving. So I don't, I, I, I don't think it may be, but it's a way it's been branded, right? And the Premier League have done an incredible job with branding the football in this country and made it appeal to... The people around the world, uh, in every, you know, in, in, literally in every country. Totally. Well, I was speaking to um, my mate from Napoli, who I seem to bring up a lot, and uh, he, I was like, "Do people watch it?" And and he goes, "Yeah, it's if the Premier League's on, people are in the bars watching it." Really? You won't go to one pub in London and see Serie A unless it's specifically they're they're, they're listing it. They're not, they yeah, don't yeah. just have very rarely walk in and there's like Lecce versus Roma on the box. It's just. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. What the? I mean, I look. I, I think the, the style of play is what lends itself the best. Like you've just seen some a mental week of football, in, uh, and 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 teams that are not based on necessarily on quality, but on just drive and determination. You know that Everton game. I was just I, from start to finish. I thought, what what a game of football. That's what it's all about. And then the next, is it the same day or the next day? Had... All, th- all three games, wasn't it? All three games had like... Was it all in one day? Yeah, they, there, was, there was a five in each game, wasn't there? Unreal. Yeah, Unreal. And, and that's the Barclays. That is the Barclays. It is good. It is good. It's good, go. isn't it? Five, three, five, one. Oh, sorry, four, three. Still. It's pretty good. Can I, um... And supposedly I all of those teams are slightly 
are slightly um, unfashionable. In previous Jaffin podcasts, you would have gone, wouldn't you? Three. I'd have been uninterested in their plight, yes. Mm. But let's get um, to the truth but... of this. Is you like football again. It's it's great to see. I, do you know what I I so I I was wondering why I like football again, and <laughs> yeah, I remember like... the last <laughs> you having an existential <laughs> crisis over something's not right here, love. Something's not right. I'm I'm wobbling a bit here. Why? What's wrong? Well, I've never... I'm just enjoying all the I... football. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never enjoyed football as much as I'm enjoying it now. Certainly, nothing that involves Tottenham. But I used to very much be a plate of like I have to watch Tottenham. I have to watch football because of my job. Yeah. And, you know, it's good to keep a sort of a finger on the pulse to some degree, or that's not an accurate way to describe how I follow football at all. But the last couple of weeks, I've watched more football than I ever have done. Like, I'm watching, I'm watching every game that's on telly. I, I didn't watch Who AC versus Inter last night. I know, but, but it's just coincided with a brilliant, a brilliant um, period, a brilliant end to the Premier League season. And the last time I felt like this was when, I remember when Fulham won the, Fulham won the playoffs to get to the, or certainly the semi-finals of the playoffs. I think it was the year they came up. Right. It certainly came up there. And I remember the people celebrating on the pitch and like I was texting you lot and Adam was like, who the fuck are you? Oh, you suddenly, oh, I don't like football. My name's, my name's Flav. I don't like football. And, and that's, I don't know what's happened. I'm back on that sort of football gravy chain. What a time. Look, uh, Jim, can I ask you a question about yeah, the playoffs, the, the Champions League, the championship playoffs? Yep, sure. Is this the weirdest bunch of teams to be in the playoff ever? Okay. I hear what you're saying. Let's have a look. Well, yeah, so uh it is. It's um it's concerning as well as a QPR fan for the next season because the the championship's gonna be jam packed. Yeah, with with big teams, big stadiums, um, big budgets probably, or bigger budgets than us for sure. And uh, yeah, so Luton, I mean, Luton totally deserve to to be in it. I've done some stuff for Sky this week with the guys from Not The Top 20 podcast. And it was interesting. They basically predicted the bracket. And I won't give it all away. But what I will say is Luton... When you say predicted the bracket you mean who's going to play who in the first yeah so who will make it through the semi-finals of each of league one league two and the championship and tell me about Luton because I don't know I was surprised to see them up there like Luton Town you know in and around these positions reminds me of being a kid and looking at the league table as a child and Mitchell Thomas and thinking Mitchell Thomas who is that Mitchell Thomas is a right back who Spurs signed from Luton okay and 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 I think Luton at the time were in were in the what was the division one the top division. Yeah, I think they snuck right, in so, there in the like late late eighties, early nineties, didn't they? Yeah. So so what has happened there? Is it the geezer back? Did, so is the manager the geezer who fucked them off to Stoke? Has he gone back again? No, no. Okay. So uh, so what happened was Nathan Jones went to Southampton. Rob Edwards who. Watford had so Rob Edwards it was a manager of Yeovil young guy great hair great smile really good looking chap and he did brilliantly at not Yeovil was it Yeovil Forest Green Rovers Forest Green Rovers one league two with Forest Green Rovers playing good football sort of free at the back uh, good wing play good strikers and two up top and then he went to Watford and Watford said 
that's it now, guys. Enough's enough. I know we've uh, I know we've been moving the managers around a lot, but this is this is the guy. Rob Edwards is our man. We're going to stick with this through hell and high water, was the phrase. Uh, ten games later, he got the sack, um, and they were in fourth. And oh, kind of, and Watford since have then gone th- like railed through. They're eleventh. <laughs> railed through Billich and probably Wilder now as well, and finished the season in 11th and lost to Queen's Park Rangers twice this season. And Rob Edwards went to Luton to replace Nathan Jones and has done unbelievably well. They've got a good team, good attitude, quite flexible, play two up top. Colton Morris scored 20 goals for them. And uh, they're one of the favourites to go up for sure. If if they do come up, James, should what should we do to stop them? Well, so I think... The patronising of Luton will be insane like, if they go on. up. This come is the problem. On. This is the problem when you go up. The like... question here, James, is what's the point? <laughs> well, okay, I agree with you. I hear that. Are they? Are they? Are they? Are they allowed in? That's what I'm saying. Are I'm asking the question. In? Are they allowed in the Premier what's League? Stadium-wise, are they structurally yeah. sound enough yeah. to go yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I think is they, it safe. Yeah. It's not. I'll be honest. It's not the best stadium and it will be it, what it will be it's like like it's a hole let's be honest Luton Stadium is horrible from what I've seen of it uh, there's, there's not much to like about Luton as a place well, really. I know that, that might upset some people but but yeah so I've been there and I don't like it but it's you know pokey little place it'll be a tough place to go people won't like going there it'll be that but Robert imagine if we had Luton and Millwall up in the same season carnage well, look, we've spoken a lot about bottles. Like the L- Luton over the last couple Luton of weeks. Luton are going to um... Millwall bottled it hard, so yeah, hard. It... Is that a bottle job? Mate, because... okay, here's the definition of bottle job, right? Millwall were like, f- I, th- I think, sort of like three one, a few points clear. Okay, and a few points clear, and then in their run in in their last like four or five games, they had to play. Let me just go back to this table. They had to play. And don't worry, guys, we'll get off the championship in a minute. You miserable I'm actually bastard. more interested talking about the championship than I am the Premier League most of the time. Millwall, in their last few games, had to play. I'm pretty sure they've played Wigan, Blackpool, someone else. Hang on, let's find it. Where's the last few games? Here we go. So they had to play Wigan, already down. Birmingham, nothing to play for. Hull, nothing to play for. Oh. Blackpool. Lost to Wigan, lost. I'll beat Blackpool. Sorry, lost to Birmingham, and in the Blackburn game, prior to this game, Millwall hadn't conceded four in two seasons, and at halftime wow. were three-one up. Wow! Now, please don't come after me, Millwall fans. But that is that is one hell of a ball job. Sadly. I'm sure they feel pretty bad right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I felt bad for them because I actually quite like when they played QPR, quite like what they were about. That's some sort of good light, good pros. Grabbed good him by his fucking throat. And I've grabbed him by his fucking throat. Merry Christmas, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> yeah, Can time. you retell that story just very briefly? It's one of my favourites. Can you remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I used to live around um, Peckham Way, so I would go to Millwall Way when QPR would play them. And on the 29th of December, I, I walked down to the stadium. And as I walked down, you'd, you'd hear lots of people, you'd see lots of people with flat caps. And, all sort of jovially chatting, probably catching up, talking about their Christmas. 
And as I got closer, there's a couple of guys chatting. And then I just as I sort of walked past them, I just heard one of them go, and then I've grabbed him by his fucking throat. <laughs> and that's Mill. That's Mill. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the uh, championship is going to be interesting. Uh, Carrick is a good manager as well. He's done well. Coventry with Mark Robbins as well. So that would be a hell of a story if Coventry got themselves back up. But that's great. it, Coventry. What are, they, what are they doing there? I thought they were in crisis. Crisis, crisis. They've done so well. Are they are they still in crisis or not? Even though they're in the league, where they are in uh, the league. I think they're currently not in crisis. No, they're because they've, they've now got a new owner. I think they're okay. They're now okay. But even question. like Sunderland, how as high well. in the table, regardless of everything else that's going on, like for for example, Spurs, how high in the table can you be for no matter what's going on for a crisis to be completely null and void? Null and void, right? Um, I think was. Seventh, like, doesn't matter what's going on in Coventry. <laughs> seventh, we were winning. in crisis. We were in crisis when we were fourth. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I mean, that's. I was thinking about that. I don't know if I ever said it on the stream or to your face. Like, yeah, you you, Tottenham fans need to chill out. It's ridiculous. You're in the exact same spot that you're always in. So shut up. Yeah, you did say that. I saw your. Um, I don't even know what this means, but I saw um, my mate sent me this thing that you're top of the sustainability league. Congratulations. Sustainability in Premier League what, what? sustainability rankings. Your joint top with um, with Liverpool above Man City. You'll, ne Southampton you'll never see that. You'll never see that. Yeah, it yeah. was a good little, great little like condescending uh, message actually. Um, Dom said, "How?" And he tagged in the Tottenham fans. How good does that final table look? You deserve this after years of suffering. <laughs> What the, it, it, given he's a man who works at the club, he's directly contributed to it, no doubt. <laughs> right, he's trying to get you out of this mess. Okay, so just he's doing his best. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, interesting times. And like, if Coventry go up, amazing story. Uh, if Middlesbrough go up, less good because, I don't know, Carrick's come in and done a good job, but it's a bit like Steve Cooper, I would say. And if Sunderland go up, new documentary series, please. That'd be great, wouldn't it? So, yeah, amazing, amazing stories throughout. Who do you want going up? Who do I want to go up? It's a great question. I think whoever's the biggest. So I would say Middlesbrough, you can go. Because I'm very concerned yeah. about Ipswich coming up. Ipswich Dream Teams will be out very soon, by the way. It's very, very funny. Um, So Ipswich coming up is a problem. Why? Because they've got lots of money and a good team and a good manager. Are they a good Scored 101 goals. money? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. See the EFL? It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting place. Right. Some big teams in there Norwich, Watford. And teams Blackburn, going down. Sunderland. That's the thing as well. That's the thing. Teams but you going could down. Have, it, would have been, it would have been great to add Everton to this, to this championship. Yeah, I don't know the who thing wants is, to go down you... based on that. Well, Southampton yeah. are down. They're, they're going to be, they'll be top six, obviously. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see who they would sell and who they would retain. They've also got some players that they've got out on loan who would come back. It'd be oh. interesting. Leeds would do really well in the championship because they've got a lot of young players. Yeah, keep a lot of them. I don't. There's, there yeah. are a few players that would be picked away. You know, Bamford will probably bag twenty five in the championship. Yeah, he'd probably stay as well. Oh, yeah, imagine. Leicester coming down. That's going to be an issue. The uh, Leeds. I've got a comment on Leeds. We were talking about Big Sam last week. Tell him Uncle Sam's in town. And he did all right, didn't he, first game? 
little two right. under feet. Yeah. Do you know you said after before the thing you said I I I can live with. I, I I can live with Guardiola. I'm I'm Guardiola's, you know, equivalent. He's my peer. He's not my superior. And then after the game, he's like, they're bloody good, aren't they? <laughs> they're bloody good, those little scamps. Couldn't live with uh, them. Couldn't live with them. Uh, yeah, Lewis said, oh, the second you. I saw, this is the top comment last week, the second I saw the Big Sam news breaking, I just imagined every single Leeds fan in unison saying, I can't do this anymore. It's the happiest yeah. I've been all year. Now, the replies I thought were interesting because Bobby said... We're going down under Gracia regardless. At least we have some sort of chance now. And then Tidder said, what's worse is that we're all rather happy with the appointment. Amazing, isn't it? Happy, it's not happy right. It makes sense. Guy. That's why they're happy with it, because it makes sense that they're in their dire situation. This kind of makes sense. Yeah. But what they should have done is appointed Roy Hodgson. Because look what he's done with Palace. Unreal. Unbelievable. Doesn't get, should get so much credit. Got so much stick when they hired him. Vieira's fine, and I think I said it as well, is that, that Vieira's gone through a really tough patch, like 10 games against top 10 opposition, but these are winnable games. Palace, uh, he's... He's, I, only won, I, he's only won one of his last four. Doesn't matter. He's got going, he's, he's, he's got going, isn't he? Oh, no, Flav, look at that, he's got to go, isn't he? No, 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 he's not. Ah, the game's passing him by. He's game's old. I mean, this is, I know the story, allegedly, this was alleged, that uh, Roy Hodgson, his kink is into having prostitutes in a room while he sits naked reading the newspaper, (laughs) not looking at them. Just what I heard. (laughs) Right. Um, Daily Telegraph, though. mm, Reputable. (laughs) Not the sun. Uh, loves in my head he loves Earl Grey tea because we had, we used to work with someone at Bull Street who could do a Roy Hodgson impression and in that made, we made him do a video and <laughs> spoke about how he loved Earl Grey tea um, all alleged of course everything that we right. just said there. all alleged all alleged Tom Jordan says not calling it alleged. 100% too true we've got calling it we've also got some really good finalies as well right, look he's done well he's, he's sort of he's, he's driven them to safety Driven them? What's what's the? Oh, that's a Samism, isn't it? What have I done? Mm-hmm. Sailed them to safety. Uh, driven's all right, isn't it? I don't know. Can I show you this, Flav? Can I show you this? So uh, this is a um, comment of the week. One of the comments of the week for me. This is from a not not so narrow cast. Who says? He says you should timestamp these videos by what topic is being covered. Oh, my God. Oh, that's interesting. I thought that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Thought, that is interesting. Maybe we should do that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Could I... oh, what a great idea. You should timestamp these videos by what topic's being covered. Now, I then looked at that name, and it had a bit of a, lo- a logo there. Not so narrow cast. And I thought, I'll click on that. Let's sit there. What's I, about? How do I learn? How do I learn to do these timestamps you speak of? Oh, oh guru. I clicked on it. Went to his latest video. There's no timestamps. Okay. Right. There you go. Right. And this is this is the not so narrow cast, right? Who's been entertaining and informing since 1970, as Banner says. And that's before. I'm pretty sure that's before YouTube existed. Yeah. So, you know, and you you you're, you haven't even got actual thumbnails. 
Does this so, guy want to go? Is what I'm saying. Does this guy want to go? Is that what he wants? What I'm what I'm saying he wants as calmly as I can is why don't you fuck off and no, focus you on your off. own channel? Why don't you lead by example? Stop pissing about in my comment section when I've got to read that nonsense when you don't even do timestamps yourself for a five minute video. When I'm supposed to do it myself for an hour long video of premium content, you scumbag. You what a wanker. You're rubbish. You are You're... rubbish. I don't, you know, Piece I want to be open minded in on my, as I speak to the not so narrow cast. Why don't you sort your own house out if we start gabbling off at us? You idiot. You... Lazy. Piece of... Let's have a go. Let's let's chat to everyone else and tell them about their content. Fucking do your own chapters, mate. Not one chapter on yours. Are you sure, mate? Are you sure? Entertaining and informing. Yeah, you're certainly informing us. Why don't you inform yourself? Anyway. All right, leave it, James. Leave it. I just thought it was important. Leave it, leave it. Move on. He's been told. He's been told. One month ban. I'll see you next season. Honestly, <laughs> get out of my comment section. All right. The the audacity. Don't come and do that if you've not got chapters on your own channel. You egg. Back in that says. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of far better YouTube channels. <laughs> gone too far, haven't I? Um, mm. Back of the net, the AFC Bournemouth fan channel. Some jovial, lovely content on there at the moment, I imagine, because life's great. And one must beware hubris, Tom. Tom's in the chat right now. Tom said this. He said, I love the Champions League playoff idea. Go back to last week's podcast. We spoke about it. We were talking about how how if you make seventh to from seventh to fourth the Champions League playoffs, it would be great. But he also said, also, relegate any team on less than a certain points figure say 39 <laughs> and fill up from the champ that would be interesting but i it would, would be, it would run away the top six would run away with it. That's you'd be bouncing up and down uh tom there would be no stability within your club because 39 points is you're not getting that most years mate are you um we we had an interesting question well, we talked about on the last Bet Victor uh, show. I think it comes out today, actually. The um, the way we stop Man City because the li- oh. likelihood is they they win five. This will be their fifth mm-hmm. fifth Premier League in five. Sorry, fifth in six. Is that right? They've won uh, four in five. Yeah, Liverpool yeah, Liverpool won one, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So, and that's too much. That's a monopoly. That's 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 Scottish right. levels, right? Mm-hmm. Celtic or Rangers. We need to stop. Man City. Manchester City. That's what he's saying. Right. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I'm I'm happy for Man City to continue to do what they're doing if they're beating Arsenal. But generally, for the betterment of the sport, if Man City aren't, just don't win it every season. Um, and even when Liverpool won it, it was like remarkable because they've managed to beat this Man City points haul. Yeah. Um. So what? Are you so do? basically, How are you stop well, well, the idea is that you have more than one team challenging for the league, so you don't have teams absolutely falling apart, i.e., Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool, um, and largely Manchester United. Actually, want to come on to Manchester United? Ten Hag is he good? Mm. Right, I mean, we need to ask that question because yeah. I'm not sure. I, I posed this to Adam McCullough and he didn't like it. And I just, I'm just not sure about it. 
Anyway, the problem is, is that in order for you to have five or six or four teams challenging for a title, they need to be slumping pretty much everybody they play outside of the top six. So essentially what you get is, in order for this to happen, you slumping. have such a divide. What's slumping? You know, if you not hit someone and knock them out, you slump them. Okay. Right, like, so it'd be like, like thumping. Just yeah, beating, beating significantly okay, easily these teams from the low. <laughs> you got so you fucked know. up there. <laughs> just, I mean, just, just don't pick up my fucking words. Sorry, just, I just didn't know what it meant. Okay, go on. Yeah, if you get slumped in a fight, it means you get knocked out. Right. Okay. So if Manchester United, Tottenham, Chelsea, if they could potentially not Tottenham probably, but Chelsea and Liverpool are going to challenge Man City next season, it means that the league is less competitive and you're getting less excitement. So it's actually probably better for the league as a whole as a competition to have two teams that challenge and then the rest, it's very competitive. Right. If you've got five or six that are maybe looking at what Chelsea are doing in the season, you get a league that's completely separate in quality. You get, in order for that to happen, you'd have a bottom 10 that get beaten by everyone they play in the top six. And then you'd have a top six that's just so far ahead of everybody else. So it's, I, my argument is that maybe stopping Man City if that was to happen, would, would actually impact the quality of the league and enjoyment for everybody. I, I'm what? so confused. So you're saying that basically for the good of the league, you need six teams that are way too good. No, what I'm saying is actually if you have that, it's damaging the league. Right. But in order to stop Manchester City, which would be a good thing, you do need four or five teams that are challenging for the league. Okay, good. But in oh, order for them to do that, that, they need to be beating all of these you know, the shitty little teams like Bournemouth. Sure. I just think we've got to ride this out. <laughs> honestly, I just think... Wait till Pep goes. Yeah. Wait till Pep goes. Honestly, yeah. I, think, I really When's do he going, though? When's yeah. he going, though, James? You know? I don't know. I wish I, I have no idea. I always thought... I always... I used to sort of hear that he was going to sort of do his time at Man City and then he was going to go to Man City, but now it's like Ancelotti's going to go and do that. So that means he's going to probably stick around for ages. Uh, I do... Yeah, I, I can't what, what, see... What's that? What's left for Pep? Where where would he go? He's done everything. Do do you think that if you think of basically Rebuild the Barca, the ability to the ability to to buy the quality you want, right? The stronger the Premier League gets, the more more teams there are that are capable of generally doing that in terms of what they want, and. I think, I think in time, like the Haaland signing is not great, but I also think De Bruyne won't be this great forever either. De Bruyne is probably more important than Haaland. Agree. So I agree completely. That's a good question, actually. But they would what? find another one. They would find another one. Not De Bruyne, but they would find someone, and Pep's so good that they'd just create a system that would work without De Bruyne. It's Pep's a problem. Pep's a problem. Harlan's a problem. De Bruyne's a problem. De Bruyne's a problem. Diaz, Diaz is a problem. Here's a question. Would you rather... Rodri's a problem. Rodri's so good. Yeah, but Rodri's, you know, he's just, he's still playing in a, quite, in a sort of steady Eddie position. I know yeah. he's I know he's he's amazing. Yeah, but but so in terms of getting you over the line... You know when it's like players that will just get you over the line. That's yeah. like that is the difference in football most of the time. That's why you know it's about Messi, it's about Ronaldo, whoever. Would you would you rather have Haaland know that you're going to get six years, and you can have Haaland from like now, or 
you can have De Bruyne for another six years and we make him 26. Who would you rather keep? Yeah, De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Yeah. I yeah, think... yeah, because you're going to score goals. You don't need all of all of Haaland's goals to win the league. You need half his goals. You know, he's, not, he's scoring hat-tricks every other week. He's got one, two, and he wins the game. Okay, we've got, we've got, we've got a comment, guys. Swinter says, KDB goes missing for half the season and his team still succeed. Goes missing? He doesn't go missing. He doesn't go missing. He might have some six out of ten games. That's a horrible take. That is a horrible take. He doesn't go missing. He He gets gets outrageous amounts of assists every single season. (laughs) Swinter, you've had it. That's... How how many many assists has De Bruyne got? Let's go have a look. Let's I've got a question for you after that. A direct okay. question after that. In the chat, who's more important? Like that. So that idea, you get six years of De Bruyne or six years of Haaland. You can only have one of them. Who do you want? Because the point I'm kind of making as well is that De Bruyne is what? 30. How old is he? 31. Is. Okay. Yeah. So he's probably got a few years left for sure. But here are here are his numbers. Is that Premier League? Where's assists? I want more. All right, he has had. That's got. That's not. That's not good. That's not a good one. Stats. Here we go. He's got sixteen assists, which is is the is the, is the league highest, right? How season, much does Saka have? Yeah. Do you know how many Perisic two assists? Do you know who Perisic has this season? Eleven. Assists. Yeah. Really? He's got 11 assists and one goal. Spurs are so weird. <laughs> you know, last year we, at the end of the year, we did like a, um, what did we do? We did like unsolved mysteries. There's so many Tottenham unsolved. Like, how how are you where you're at? Like, I don't get it. Oh, we're not, where are we? We're seventh. We're exactly, we're worse than we've, we've been but, in years. But you've been, but you've been like terrible. Just quickly on Ten Hag, I'll, 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 Goal Goal difference says a lot, doesn't it? That's all I'll say. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. God, if it's been the whole season. This is, he's in a whole season. Have yeah. they moved forward? I don't know if they've moved forward. Man, are they Solskjaer getting lucky? Are they lucky? Are manager. they getting lucky? That's, I think that's a fair comment. Man City, so, plus so, goal difference, plus 58. Arsenal, plus 44. Newcastle, Newcastle, plus 32. Man United, plus eight. Fortunate. Fortunate. I read somewhere that Ten Hag compared to Solskjaer, statistically, is the worst manager. Really? Hang on, hang on. I've got, I don't want to just throw big it out. Se- <laughs> big season from next year. Big old season. Big old how, how, how? I mean, the, the thing with Manchester City, and this is something that Adam said, but I'm not nicking his point because of, we've talked about it a lot. If they get bought out, their financial wealth will be unrivaled by anybody in the world ever. There'll be no richer club and they will never be no richer club than Manchester United if they get unlimited wealth from Saudi or Qatar because their revenue is so high. So they will become a, just a different beast. And actually the shift between, financially at least, there will be a shift and Manchester City will probably overtake what City, uh, Man, Man United will overtake City. When it, I mean, if Ten Hag is, is the man oh, they yeah, hope no, he is, that's the question. Just to finish on that thing of what, um, what Tom said. So basically... According to the, his rule of if it was 39 points, look at, and Tom said, let's not speak about goal difference. Look at their goal difference. Bournemouth's goal difference. It's amazing. Minus 30. What is it? <laughs> Minus 30. West Ham, Forest, you, Everton, mate, should... Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton would all be going down currently. Tom shouldn't be giving it biggins about beating, doing the double over Spurs. He should be apologising for staying in the league. Minus 30. You didn't do the double over Spurs. They lost to you. Didn't you beat them three two oh, last minute. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that they beat us at the uh, bit at home. But he was giving it. He has been, you know. Was he giving it large? Has he been getting? He didn't actually. I did not give it large. He didn't. He didn't actually. After the game, I, I was expecting at least a tweet from him, and I didn't get anything. So fair play. But um, um, yeah. So we've got some good comments and some finalies and some funny bits and pieces. Um, what I do want to just finish off is I love your, I always really enjoy your running order. Hang on a second. We've just had an interesting qu- comment here from George Frith. He says, Ten Hag has the best win ratio in his first season of any Manchester United manager ever. And we've conceded two goals more than Arsenal. The issue is not having a striker. That's it. Yeah. Is, so hang on. So our Man United fans were banging on about Rashford being the best striker in Europe this season. This season, when? is he injured? Did he play at the weekend? Did he play? Uh, Russian play? I don't know. To be honest. All right. Let me let me just. If he didn't play, well, Veghorst is a striker. He was bought, wasn't he? Yeah, Veghorst is just not not as good. He is. Not, not people good. are like, oh, he worked because when they were winning, he's like, oh god, what a player, and he worked yeah. so hard. And then as yeah. he start, don't, don't start winning, also like losing a couple. And he's like, he's just not up to it. Hang on, um, so they got beat to relegation for West Ham. And the lineups were... Oh, Rashford, up top. Uh, Rashford did play. Okay. So, yeah, but they're, they're, no, you ain't got a striker. Nah. Mm. But but you've also got the best striker. In the world. Well, Sam Threadgold says Rashford's a left winger. Europe. Probably true. Probably true. Uh, you. So this is your running order that you sent me. Royal Hudson Redemption arc, tick, done that. 
could Arsenal still win the league? I've got a bad feeling. Got a bad feeling there. Have you? I, think, I think City are going to. Yeah, I, I think you're... because it's so close to it not be, it being done. Yeah, that that I feel like City could slip up. I've like got a, all I've got of a their weird feeling. Gonna... I've got a really weird feeling, Flab, that Everton are going to get something against Man City. Yeah, I know what I you're saying. I don't know why, because Sean Dyche's got a terrible record against Man City. But I've just said, you know, I got my gut call right a couple of weeks ago. I actually got, my, I said West Ham would beat Man United as well. So, all that, not, um, not I, I, I feel like, that, I mean, they can afford to draw one, but I don't want them to. I can't, my arse, I wouldn't take that. What, Jason? And for Arsenal to come back and win. Look, that, just that, just quickly that. That result, going away to Brighton and beating them five-one when you're basically relegated. Like they looked at their fixtures, Man City, fucking Brighton. You're like, well, no points. Like even Baz, when we did the overlap, was saying we're down. There's no chance. We are down. And now you're like, I like oh, it. Everyone's chances. Still, still come on. Surviving. They had four shots on target. One five-one. Good start, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what should trouble. Kane do? Well, we know he should leave. Um, who do we want to go down? Who do you it want sounds, to go down? I, um, I, I'd like Everton, Leicester, Southampton. Do I want to go down? I, do you know what, in terms of being not impressive in the division below, it's probably... Oof. I don't know what Forrest would do in terms of all the players they've got. Would they sell them all or... They've got the I imagine a lot of them have release, probably... release clauses. Yeah, maybe. So Lingard was on. That, that has been an, an unmitigated failure, hasn't it? Lingard at uh, Forest. Yeah, I think Leeds. I somehow feel like Leeds kill it if they go down next year. I think they absolutely destroy it. Leicester would as well. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind them all staying up, just having one less. Who, should those teams go down, who is the best manager? Now, company's gone. Who's the best manager, do you think, pound for pound, in the championship next season? Not not what they can do, what their reputation is, and not who has the best squad and therefore will go up. Pound for pound, who do you think is the best manager? Who would you like it Oof. if you had to pick one? I, think? The best the best manager in the league is is Mark Robbins, for me. Like the what he's done there and the chaos it's that he's dealt Coventry. with, the like yeah. how he's built a, a really good team. Uh, it's Mark Robbins, I think. But Rob Edwards is, like, I think, it's very exciting as well. So it's one of those guys that like don't make it through. What's his name? Um, I think Russell Martin's quite an interesting one as well at Swansea. But they play, they play ridiculous possession football, and it gets to a point where it's like, come on. Yeah, boring. Yeah. Um, final comments on uh, running order because I, I do like, I, I just love the way you pop it down there. It's great stuff. Um, what was it Dwight McNeil? Dwight McNeil superstar. Yeah. Playing well again. Uh, Deserby's a little gimp. Shit hair. That was the last thing. It's like fucking know. just wind your neck in a bit. Do you know what I mean? Just It's just bouncing around on the side. I get it. Brighton are quite good. They're playing good football, but just fucking just calm down a little bit. Been here five minutes. Wind your neck in. He looks a bit That's... like a Ricky Gervais impersonator. Doesn't he? He, looked like, he looks like he was, one, he was in NSYNC. Mm. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he does. Little gimp shit hair. Right. Finally. Here it comes. So I've got a few. This is good. I think it's going to continue to build. First of all, uh, Adam Stefkovic. One, and uh, 
Yeah, he goes, as a City fan, my finally moment comes around the five minute mark when Haaland bangs one in at the back post. You motherfucker. You absolute motherfucker. Why don't you get fucked, you cretin? Fuck you. Yeah, I think I think I speak for all of us when I say, Adam, we hate you. We yeah, hate you. you, smug but, little Stefkovic. if you do stop Arsenal, thank you very much. That is the world they live in. Do you think there's a part of Man City fans going, oh, brilliant. We drew the first leg of the semi-final. It'll make the next no. one. It'll be the second game a bit more interesting. No, it'll be a challenge. Mm. Uh, What's prediction? Do they go through? I've, I've learned my... Generally, this goes... This is the sort of um, James Baxter logically derby because I learned my lesson last year with Real Madrid that I will, will never go against them. But then generally... I, you're stupid if you ever go against Man City. So I'm a bit snookered here. I, uh, Let's see, I hope. At home, Man City, you would imagine, wouldn't you? And that's yeah. why they brought Haaland to the club to get them to the final. Yeah, yeah you can imagine the Haaland wank fest if they win the whole thing. Yeah. God. What are we going to, if he continues to score all these goals? What are we going to do next year? How are we supposed to talk about them or him? Well, this is this is what we this this is what we discussed earlier on on this very podcast. Like, how, what do we how do we stop him legally? But also, we can, you know, yeah. There's we can be morally dubious, but we need to legally stop him. <laughs> yeah, something needs to happen. I think you should be able to like they need to make a rule where you're allowed to like shank him. Stab him. Yeah, it's a little one. What in the leg? Ton, what's his name? Tonya Harding. Is it Tonya Harding? Tonya? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think he'd still get through the ninety minutes though. I, I, <laughs> it, it, I think, I think Harland would score ten goals if he had one leg. Yeah. <laughs> still back then. Uh, Aaron Tooney says, "Did anyone watch the BT coverage of the Milan game last night? By the way, it was absolutely brutal. Why was it brutal?" I watched it, but uh, it was on mute. I was just watching the yeah. game. Didn't watch it. What was what was so brutal? I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Let us know. Let us know. Bit of light shanking, yeah, Giscus. Is that really that big a deal? Uh, Oli Carter, finally, being a 20-year-old Forest fan, constantly living in the shadow of glory as I never saw, whilst never really challenging for promotion in my lifetime. My finally moment was seeing us get promoted at Wembley with my dad. Lovely. So many Forest fans got that moment of finally seeing some success, having simply been told about it our whole lives. But this comes, I put this in the running order. Kind of, it kind of fits the uh, Luton point. The the horrible thing about going up is you then sort of look at the mountain in front of you, and it's like, oh, oh, but the, yeah, but you'd rather sword. you'd rather you'd rather go up and get relegated than never go up. And they may not. Yeah. They may be able to have a miracle season. And look at Fulham. Know, look at Bournemouth. Look at Brighton. Look at Brentford. Indeed, indeed. With the right manager, you can find a way through it. And they, you know, mentality and togetherness gets you a long way in the first season. Doesn't get, they don't keep you up in, indefinitely, but you can stay up with a, a bunch of players that are pulling in the right direction. Hmm. Uh, Aaron, Aaron said that Rio Ferdinand was on about the noisy stadium for about an hour. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But wait, well, because so, uh, both teams, both teams are at home. Do you think that might have been right? Right, got it. I, I played at Anfield yesterday, and Robbie. Oh Fowler, yeah, how'd that go? It was. Um, oh, it's amazing! It was amazing. Uh, yeah, I got got a cheeky assist, didn't I? Buzzing with that. Um, we won. We won. Clean sheet as well. Who? 
Who do who? When you say we, is it was it creators thing or? It was so rare. So there was a lot of so rare creators, and then um, yeah, myself and Loz. What's what's so rare? So we've done this, haven't we? Yeah, we did this last week. It's not Uh, for me, is it? It's not for you. I don't. I just don't think it's for you. It's like it's like fantasy football, but it's also oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, we've done this. Literally done this. Yeah, go on. Um, but do you know what was uh, what was good was well not I mean it kind of wasn't good but whatever was that so Robbie Robbie Fowler and Emil Heskey came down to manage oh, yeah. the manage the teams which often happens on these sort of days when I was at Tottenham last year it was David Howell and uh, Mickey Hazard yeah and um, <laughs> I'm not sure they were bothered about being there. I'll be honest. And anyway, they came in and Emil in particular was not, just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't be asked. And they, so they kind of come in and they then sort of have to do a bit of a speech. And Robbie Fowler told us to enjoy it probably about 16 times because he had nothing else to say. And then it went yes. quiet and there was about 20 seconds of utter silence with like 22 people there and those two because no one was really sort of like comparing it. And then you had those two and it was just excruciating and just Robbie Fowler, just, you know, like I said, though, guys, just enjoy it. Let the ball did, do the work. James, did you, did your inner sort of presenter slash producer oh, wanted to mate. jump, you wanted yeah. to jump up there yeah. straight away, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, massively. Just to kind of like, let's get through this, guys. I would have been looking at it going, this is great. Look how awkward oh, it is. It was horrible, man. And I was like, do I... You know when you're like, do I step in? Does someone step in? Loz said something quite funny. I can't remember what it was, but and sort of broke broke it down a little bit. But the thing is, as well, you know what I'm like with football, and I I I I don't want to organise it, but it's also killing me not to organise it a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, like, because our team, we were literally about to go out, and our team hadn't been, we hadn't decided who was playing where. Oh, and I didn't want to. That wound you up. I was like, oh. and I was like, because I, I want to know where I'm playing. I want to know that I'm playing, and but I don't want to. I don't want the responsibility. I don't want to be the guy. You got to be that guy. Yeah. So I, I did. I did well. I sort of stayed out of it. Where um, did you end up playing? You did you get centre mid? Well, I started centre back, and then centre back. Yeah, but we sort of had a lot of time on the ball, so it was it was good, and right. uh, we sort of ran it from there, and then I sort of uh, sort of. When I let them sort of get a bit tired, the centre midfielders, and go, can we swap? And uh, and then I was able to have a bit of fun. What's um, what's uh, who who's the most famous person there? Robbie Fowler, probably. Well, apart from the footballers, like what influences did ever? Probably Loz, I would say, and then John Nellis is quite a big deal in the Soria community, I would say, okay. as well. Um, but it was yeah, it was a great day. It was a wonderful day. Why did I bring that up? I can't remember. Oh, that was, yeah, Robbie Fowler. He just kept saying, enjoy it. Yeah. And Emil Heskey, that was it. There was a moment of like, sort of pause, just because, um, so there was a white team and a black team. And Robbie Fowler was managing the white team and Emil Heskey was managing the black team. And I thought to myself, swap that round. And, <laughs> yeah, then, and Emil Heskey hadn't really said anything. Robbie had done his enjoy it, enjoy it speech. And then uh, it sort of, you know, obviously you kind of go, okay, Emil, your turn. And uh, Emil goes, Let's just smash the whites. And all of us just sort of went. <laughs> okay. That's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. moment of my life, though, half time, buzzing with this. Right. Fab. 
if I may flex just briefly, half time, Robbie, Robbie did his team talk. He's managing half time. Mm. And he said, um, at the end, he kind of went, oh, look, your two, your two best players are Harry. And, uh, and there was a pause and I was thinking, is he going to say me? And he, went, <laughs> and he went, where's James? And I was right next to him. I was like, ah! yeah, <laughs> like come James. On. And James, so uh, just, you know, if you, you just trust them with the ball. And I was like, oh, yeah. Robbie, yeah. you've made my life. So That's good. lovely. It well, was mate, did, did your um, hamstrings and your groin hold up? Groin was, um, yeah, was hurting a little bit because I haven't played 11 aside for literally a year. And so, yeah, but I got through it. We've got, so I'm playing at Ibrox in a couple of weeks, England versus what Scotland. What going on? <laughs> I know, England versus Scotland, but it's with all the YouTube lads and the standard's going to be really high. So I need to, I need to get my fitness up. ASAP. Oh, just on that. I, I imagine Theo Baker's there. So Theo's organised it, yeah. But it's oh, gonna be, it's gonna... that when he broke that kid's oh arm. My... Oh my God. Garrett, oh yeah, Tom Garrett. God. Oh, mate. You just went and you heard a snap <laughs> and you're like, is this happening? <laughs> well, I've, when, you, when, you, when you sent that to me, because I, I hadn't seen it until you sent it to me, and I was like, I watched it and I was like, I didn't register what had happened. Like, I thought it was. I don't know, like a bit that like I'd missed. It was, it was so the arm weird. had actually snapped. I was saying to Luz on the show, because in our sort of YouTube, like WhatsApp group, someone's put that in and it's written, oh my like God, or something like that. And I'm at the park with Koa and Fam, nip to the park, and, uh, and Fam doesn't like me getting on my phone, like, you know, when we're supposed to be sort of in the moment. Yeah, so I just course. sort of quickly looked and then I saw, oh, like, quite a good hook of like oh fuck da, 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 da. and i was like what is that and so i sort of i had to click and watch it and so i watched it and i was like oh my god and then every bone in my body wanted to tell fam about it which i was also like mm. <laughs> i had to sort of stay in the moment i was like Oh, oh my god! What like, did they that's stop iconic. the show? That's an iconic YouTube moment. That is. His arm just snapped, and he's and just looking down at it again. Do you know what, so, and the best bit. The, it must have been agony. Is, but Theo's just looking at the camera, going, "Yeah, I'm the man. I'm the." Man. And then, oh, it's unbelievable. The sound. What? 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 Um, did they Theo. stop the show? I presume they stopped the show or they carry on. Yeah, they just stopped it. Theo Breaker. So there's Aaron. Very, yeah, very good. Yeah, oh, I mean, you know, you know, at the start really... of the game, at the start of the year, so I'm playing for Scotland and I'll be up against England and I'm, I am got to be honest, I'm, I'm concerned. You know, you've got Theo Baker, you've got Chris MD, Rory's in there, he's a good player, lots of good players. I think it's going to be very difficult for us. But what I will not be doing is um, shaking Theo's hand, not taking the risk. No chance. Oh, no, that was disgusting. Uh, anyway. Right, Luke Bromwich, finally. Here we go. My finally moment came on an airplane on a flight from Birmingham to Tenerife. A kid in front of us sat with his parents. I hope, well, I hope it was his parents, otherwise he'd been kidnapped and this story is taking a dark turn. And he was grinding his teeth non-stop for an hour. It was unbearable to the point that strangers were looking around and gesturing to each other to tell him to stop. After around, an, after around another uh, half an hour, the woman sat with him, hopefully his mum, said, Archie, we shut the fuck up with that. <laughs> <laughs> to which a group of people, including myself, all sat back, let out a deep breath and thought, finally. That's the end of it. Unfortunately, the prick carried on <laughs> later on and the flight was shit. Mm. But for that brief second, I had my finally moment. 
Um, what's this one? Oh, the W. I, I had this moment. We got given this hamster from a family uh, friend called Jeremy, but Jeremy is a shit name, so we called him Fang. He stayed in a huge cage uh, on in my brother's room on his big chest of drawers. Uh, this hamster was already fairly old when we got him. He only had a couple of years left in him. I mean, they only last three years, don't they? But my my God, would he make those two years the most stressful of mine and my brother's lives? He wouldn't just escape and go onto our beds or in our drawers like cute normal hamsters. This little shit was running away like he was trying to flee ISIS. And he once found himself inside our old fake chimney under all the fake coal. And he once hid inside one of my brother's shoes and bit his toe. There was blood everywhere. One time I put him in one of those plastic hamster balls where he could roam the house. He spent all day making the dog's life hell. He kept ramming into her back legs all the time and would deliberately run over her tail in his massive plastic ball whenever he could. There honestly really wasn't an upside to having this hamster. I no longer like this family friend. You couldn't even stroke this hamster at any point. I think you'd have more luck stroking piranhas in the Amazon than you did stroking this prick. He used to always shit everywhere. He escaped to as well. Everywhere. And because they weren't huge shits, they were often found late. One day I came downstairs and my brother and sister just said, Fang wasn't waking up anymore. And I just said out loud, finally, <laughs> a little rodent. He will not be missed. Wanker. <laughs> Wanker. Uh, Love that. Um, oh, yeah. Quick bit of... um tipping chat uh, we didn't get into it really last week but in the mailbag um i i had a haircut and the guy recognized me and i sort of over tipped and i went too far and i sort of i don't know how to get back josh rogers has a has a, has a plan he says hi james i heard you wanted advice on how to take take down a tip amount i was recently in a similar situation i too tipped too much my haircut was 13 quid and i accidentally gave a 20 pound note told him to keep it because I normally give 15 quid. The way I managed to dodge being caught in spending an extra seven quid every time was to act as normal. Then when it comes to paying for the haircut, um, and my one was 25 quid because he sort of, he sort of he did beard and as well. And how, much, how much, and how much did you pay? Uh, enough. Four, <laughs> 40, I just panicked and gave him 40 quid. <laughs> Take out the 20 pound note and the five. You t so what I need to do next time is take the £20 note out and the five. I need to make sure you only have those notes in your wallet. Then search through the coin bit and scrape together about eight quid in £2 coins. This shows that you do care to tip. You just haven't got the money on you right now to tip your previous extent. What, every every time? Is that going to work every time? You just never end up, you look like, oh, he's doing that coin thing again. <laughs> yeah. Slowly work down from here. After a few haircuts of doing this, you you can arrive at the destination of about a fiver. Just go back in, go back in and give him 30 quid and don't think about it ever again. That's yeah. how you've solved it. Yeah. Well, the because the problem is I didn't pay with cash. I paid with card. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's, I didn't know that, James. Yeah. So, so, so you've gone in there going, oh God, what do I do? What do I do? It's not like you've got 40 in your hand and keep it. You're like, oh, I've got to type in a number here. 40 well, seems no, right. Yeah, he said. What I think he did say he was quite clever. He said, "What do you want to? What do you want to pay?" Yeah, well, the, I'll, I'll pay what it says on the board outside, right? Yeah, and I just round it up. Oh, just horrible! You didn't round it up though. You added. You nearly doubled it. <laughs> I know. Just panic. Mike Potter said, "Tipping chat. 
if it's a fast food place or something like a coffee shop, I tend not to tip. But if it's an actual sit-down restaurant, anything from fancy burgers upwards, I generally go to the next fiver up. But if I'm with within two quid of the next fiver, then I go to the fiver after that. So, for example, 50, 50, 50, 50 quid and 55p, that bill goes to um, 55 pounds. But 53 and 27 pence would get rounded up to 60. Um, but th- there is an easy way to do this. And typically, the, it's 10%, right? So just give 10%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of generally, generally what I do. I just panic. And uh, last one, I thought this is interesting. I just want to know your thoughts on it. Maxwell Allen, sort of a new age of sort of anti-tipping, I guess. He says, when it comes to a bad meal, I prefer to leave a bad review. But not always. It just makes me feel someone won't make the same mistake I did. Once I was in Scotland, Ullapool to be exact, the seafood shack was phenomenal. Make sure you go. Another seafood establishment, however, was not extremely greasy. And I think they were reconstituted Don't know. what does that mean I was appalled I love a nice f- greasy fish and chips this was inedible late one night about two years later it popped in my mind along with other grievances which were keeping me up I had to have resolved this so I wrote a scathing review in the middle of the night if anything to help them run their businesses a little bit better I love that no, I mean if that yeah if that helps you <laughs> sleep at night yeah yeah, yeah all right Oh, yeah, no, this isn't for me. This is for you. You're definitely not helping them by leaving that review. But yeah. if you go back, it might. I I would never I look cards on the table. I, I couldn't be fucked to leave a review, good or bad, ever. Right? Same. But but if you go to the same place and you go three or four times and it's bad, then in that instance, you might want to have a word and say, "Look, this isn't. This is horrible, and we're not going to come back unless this changes." But right. to go on the internet is a different thing. I think. Um, we went. We went. To, there's a place in um, the pub on the canal near us, and we had a Sunday lunch. And my missus ordered pork belly, and it was essentially the meat was about twenty percent, and the rest was fat. And we said we caught the, the waiters come and went. Look, it's just not, and it wasn't cooked very well. It was quite right. soft, the fat. That's a fat so piggy. Is, yeah, we paid like obviously it was like seventeen, eighteen quid for a roast, which is quite a lot. Yeah, certainly around here. And, and, and if you're you're paying, your money's good. So then, surely the meal should at least be edible. Well, this wasn't edible in this part. And we said, like, can we just like we don't want to complain, don't want to send it back. Can you just bring out some more um, pork belly with meat on it this time, not all fat? Yeah. Came back and I went, uh, here's some more pork belly, exactly the same. And he went, the chef has asked me to remind you that this is pork belly. It is fatty. And you're like, we. we I've been on this planet 41 years. I understand what fucking pork belly is, you cunt. Sorry. <laughs> like, just why come back with a message, the passive-aggressive yeah. message? Just give it, just get, we, my money's good. Why isn't your pork good? Do, do you know what? The waiter's made a mistake there. Because what the mate, it, he needs to be the buffer. Be the buffer. Be the buffer. Take, this is, take this the is like a 16-year-old girl, by the way. Right. But like, as the, take, all oh, right, see, that's not fair on her then. But like, you could have just left it. Anyway, just, don't, just give the pork and don't pass on the message. Yeah, be the mediator. Be the mediator. The mediator. Uh, Good work. Thanks. Good work. So, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he left a review. Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> last thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, that, sorry. T- Two years thought, later as well. <laughs> um, I, I want to finish with Thomas Martin's um, 
talking down an erection story. So I'll, I'm going to skip okay. quickly to the calling it from last week. Remember the calling it from last week? Uh, Ross, Ross yes, Baker. Yes, of course. He sent me, he sent me the uh, photos. Well, and, yeah. Uh, the, the... So that's it. So here are the pics. Can you share your screen so I can just see at this bit at least? Yeah, sure. Here's Ross. So he sent me those pictures, and I've got the important, like, focus in on the uh, face here. Okay. It's wonderful. This is crucial. So here he is. And there's a few pictures, actually. Let's see. Look at him. Look at him. Little charmer. He's thinking of having another go at this paramedic. <laughs> he might try and chirp her up because he's the boy's on fire. Yeah. You would have heard last week. Sorry. Smiling. I all of what he said last and and I get what he's done like people who don't know go back and listen to this story at the end of last week's podcast but he added yeah. details enough to make it seem mental but yeah. it's it's all true well yeah so and this here it is this in the uh, this article here that's not him um that's Neymar, Neymar. yeah but uh, so I did want to like actually like, get it done so if you see his face here what's important is I then went and found the uh the comment from Ross Baker and look, there's him. his face. It is him. It is him. It yeah. is him. Oh, that's good. Uh, good detective work there. Jim. Thank you. Thank you. There's Ross. So uh, one of the best calling stories we've had for sure. Right. And we're able to back it up as well. And uh, that face is the same face. So no it's spoon him. needed. No spoon needed. The only thing you can't ratify is the stuff about the threesome and the, and the, and the, and car, the, so. arc, and the arcade and the swimming in the swimming pools. Yeah. But I'm willing to believe all of it because, yeah, you know, why not? Sure. That, there he is. Because <laughs> he said, um, where was it? I was just watching the recent pod. I oh. know oh, so he wrote a comment. Oh, God, I didn't. I can't write in the comment. But basically, he, he, he's certain it's all true. Anyway, we finished with a story from Thomas. Um, if you've talked down an erection, <laughs> let, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes I just go what are we doing <laughs> and uh, this is one of them so uh, Thomas Martin talking down a stiffy and possibly a calling it combo as well interesting okay. uh, by the way if you want to uh, join our mailbags and become a moist slug and a patron please do consider links in the description so a long time ago in a school and this is I think it's educational as well a long time ago in a school far far away I was a 13 year old boy we were in a sex ed class held by Sister Crawford. Shout out, Sister Crawford. So today she was teaching I'm the boys. I'm already turned on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> teaching, the... <laughs> teaching the boys uh, on the importance of checking your balls for testicular cancer. An important... oh, I just realised I've said that, <laughs> meaning <laughs> Sister Crawford, but literally five words before that was 13-year-old boy. <laughs> didn't mean that. I meant Sister Crawford. <laughs> Yeah, zoning on that bit. An important lesson indeed, but one which would lead me into a rather difficult situation. Once I'd gotten home, I thought I'd listen to the wise Sister Crawford and have a bit of a fondle while in the loo. <laughs> Best to be safe, right? My heart sinks as anxiety races through my body. Is that a lump? I stay in the loo a little while longer to continue the fondle, and I try to convince myself that nothing was there until the fear got the better of me. And I call for my dad's help. Thomas's dad, of course, is yeah, ex-England Crystal Palace, Bristol Rovers, that Leeds and Everton goalkeeper, Nigel Martin. Nigel Martin. 
I explained to him that I may have found lumps that I didn't know were there. So my dad immediately calls the doctor and arranges an appointment for later that evening. We arrive at the hospital, my heart still racked with fear, while we are eventually led into the consultation room. To my pleasant surprise, the doctor in the chair is possibly one of the most beautiful and attractive women I'd seen in all of my 13 years. It is then that this pleasant surprise turns darker as my heart sinks even lower. She's obviously going to have to feel my balls. Balls. What do I do? I must not allow even a half-mast, um, especially with my dad also in the room. Can you imagine? Yeah. Tough as well, like 13-year-old, like... You know, Anything. If, you if, get on a bus and you get a boner. And I've seen Thomas's facial hair. I presume he hit puberty pretty early. Oh, yeah. So he could have been in a sort of, you know, that's, you can't, that's hard to control at that age. Of course. Impossible. Yeah. You would have thought so. Uh, so hang on. Here we are. Even half my, especially my dad in the room. But the thought of this extremely attractive woman having a feel in any other setting would be quite the enjoyable uh, thought. It was as if the erection devils were taunting me. <laughs> You erection devils. Um, it, it now comes to the time where I have to undress and put on the gown. The thoughts of embarrassment if I were to be excited while she was exam examining are too much to bear. She asked me to lay on the bed. Father still sat on, sat on the opposite end of the room. Father, father still sat on the opposite side of the room. It's now reading like a Judy Bloom novel. <laughs> then, then the fateful words. I'll just go and get the doctor. Does that mean, could it be true? Am I safe from this nightmare? No. The nightmare had just begun. As a few moments later, the oldest and crustiest old man entered the room and asked to lift my gown. I was relieved from my mental erection protection immediately. But the experience was still not the most comfortable or enjoyable. To conclude, this story as it turned out, I'd be... Sorry. As it turned out, I'd be an absolute Robin co Cock. I'd been an absolute Robin Cock. Sorry. The lumps that I'd felt were the epididymis, the section where the tube attaches to the testicle. And I would imagine most men, I've had that moment where I've gone, hang on, what is that? <laughs> Leave it. That's not and, right. Uh, and then, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so many jokes. Uh, something has, in fact, always been there, but we can only move forwards. Also, lads, check yourselves regularly, despite my harrowing experience. Indeed. There you go. Oh, by the way, I sort of dropped through fleet services. I saw. Actually, can I just finish on this? I found this absolutely hilarious. And, and Beck, uh, who's one of our patrons, she said, I don't know if I can see if I can find it. She said, are you all right? To this bloke who wrote, he kind of he absolutely came after me. Here, look. So I put this up. It's a tweet. And he goes... Hang on, let me just show everyone. Historic day, pop to fleet services, right? There's a lot of people. Some people having a go at me for having an Audi. Just feels harsh. I think I muted him. There we go. Woody Oscar. The fleet that's... Yes, that's it. The fleet service stuff is definitely homophobic and very not funny. You have to be a guy, so someone needs to be talked down to. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Yeah. Woody, come on. You need a bloody nosh off. That's what you need. <laughs> Fleet services, young man. <laughs> off, off you skip. 
Uh, right. No, no, at no point did anyone say that this is all men. Give. I mean, the, the, you you look at our audience; it's probably largely men, but there are women involved. Actually, like, if you, that's a good point. Actually, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into. I don't give a fucking dickhead. Anyway, um, good luck to everyone in getting a, a nauseous weekend. Cheers. <laughs> how, 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 how much of our audience do you reckon will get a nosh this weekend or give a nosh? Um, like if you've got under if you've 10%, got 25, under 10, yeah, fucking hell, right? I mean, I'd 10%. Nosh is a treat, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit, I mean, big time, big time. Mm. What, what, how much did last week's episode get? 38, something like that. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, solid. So what, but 10% would be 3,800. That's 3,800 noshes going on. Just well, people... It, um, right? What should we say? Right? Let us know. Yeah, 10% would be 3,800. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of blowjobs. What, um, let us know. If, you, if you're at any point during the next week, if you're listening to this right now and you get to enjoy yourself via, via the medium of the nosh, um, let us... Let us know let, in the comments. Let us know. Just say had a, had a nosh. Yeah. Or gave a nosh. Yeah, had not all given it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. Homework. <laughs> right, guys. Uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Patrons, thank you for supporting us. Apologies for the uh, lack of a mailbag this week. Um, but I was playing it for Couldn't get around it. But uh, it's all good. It's all good. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 